So there's a concept in yoga philosophy, Vedic philosophy, the origins of Vedic astrology and yoga, which I teach on this podcast and my Quiet Mind Yoga podcast. It all comes from the Vedic teachings, which are incredible and effective and have been timeless and stood the test of time. And one of the key teachings in there is the idea of the Atman or the true self, or we might say your soul, the part of you that's observing your human experience, the part of you that looks at you in the mirror and says, wow, there's another wrinkle there. And look at this person in the mirror is different than the person I used to see in the mirror. But there's that part of you, you know, that's kind of watching and observing that sees the changes, but it's kind of the same. It's still quiet, centered, grounded. Your Atman, your true self is the word for this in the Vedas. And it's indicated by your son, so where is your sun in your chart? This is your soul, your Atman, your true self. And this month is a major month for the sign of Leo in your soul's purpose to come forward and focus on your power and why you're here. There's a unique reason that you were born. We all have a unique reason, a Dharma, a purpose in our lives that we are here to fulfill and serve and create and give back to others. And this month is a big focal point of focusing on what it is that you're here to give, what lights you up, what brings out your gifts, and how can you bring them out into the world. My name is Jeremy Devins. This is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, where I share in-depth, short weekly lessons and insights into Vedic astrology, and now weekly horoscopes as well. So if you want to go back to learn and listen to this week's horoscope, you can listen to that for Monday. So every Monday, those will be coming out wherever you find this podcast on all platforms, and in addition to the monthly horoscopes, just like today, and the weekly lessons that will be coming out next Thursday and every Thursday. So here's what we got going on in August. August 1st, Venus goes into Gemini. Venus, the sign of love and relationships, in the more expressive communicative sign of Gemini. August 2nd, Mercury goes into Cancer. Mercury, the messenger, sign of communication, into the emotional maternal sign of Cancer. August 3rd, we have a full moon in Capricorn, the fullness of our expression, our mind, our emotions, in the structured, meticulous, focused, disciplined sign of Capricorn. August 16th, we have the sun, our soul, our Atman, our true self, in Leo, the sign that it rules, Everything about the sun amplified this qualities of self, self-worth, confidence, all amplified on August 16th. The same day, we have Mars moving into Aries. Mars, the planet of action, the warrior energy and archetype in the sign of Aries, which is ruled by Mars. So even more amplification to this fiery, strong, passionate, focus-driven energy. And August 17th, we have Mercury moving again in this month into Leo, another sign, another planet in Leo. So the messenger of Mercury, the buddhi, the intellect of Mercury in the sign of Leo, confidence, strong willpower, focus and discipline. And August 20th, we have a new moon in Leo. The new moon, the time of new beginnings, new perspective, new insight, a clear slate for your mind, a time to reset, recharge, recenter, and then redirect your energy to what you want to focus on next in the sign of Leo of confidence. Again, all this strong sun solar energy that your sole purpose amplified this month. So going a little more in depth, August 1st. So we're ending 
an extended Venus transit, which began, very interesting, right when the CARES Act was put into motion in the States, was when this Venus transit began, Venus and Taurus. Venus and Taurus is kind of slow and likes to just kind of hang out and lay around and gets kind of stuck on things and can get really stuck in a position of fighting people and saying, this is mine and this is what I believe. And we see that a lot on social media, people just really holding firm to their beliefs. I would love to see if you have an example. I don't actually want to see this, but have you ever seen anybody on social media have a big conflict and change the other person's mind? Venus and Taurus is stubborn and it's been stubborn and people have been stubborn in their beliefs and their position and fighting with each other. Whatever you believe yourself, can you notice this pattern? Can you zoom out and see this stubbornness happening between people and picking their sides and fighting against the other side? The stubborn of stubbornness of Venus and Taurus that's happened. And maybe you felt kind of wanting to just be a homebody and just stay in. And there's plenty of reasons to stay in right now, of course. Uh, but Venus and Taurus can make us a little lazy. But on the positive side, it can make us beautify our homes. And this is a time, if you're listening to this right before August, do any last little home maintenance, clean up your home, make things nice and beautiful. We move into Venus in Gemini now. Venus, the planet of love, relationships, beauty, art, in the sign of Gemini, which is dualistic in nature. It's very op more open-minded, able to see both sides of a position. Gemini is depicted as twins. So in an argument, maybe being able to see a little bit more of the other side, especially in your relationships, seeing the other person's perspective, being open to be wrong, being open to learn. Do you want to be wrong or do you want to be connected is the common question to ask yourself. And especially in relationship, usually the answer is, yes, you're right. You are right. <laughs> that was a good idea. You are right. Uh, that's usually a good way to go in general. Uh, but in Gemini, it can be a little more playful. Can you find some play and uh, your inner child and just exploration and curiosity and wonder and awe in your partner? Venus in Gemini is there just until the end of the month, so not nearly as long of a transit, but all throughout August, finding more play, curiosity, cheekiness in your relationships. Be more playful. Then August 2nd, Mercury moves into Cancer. So Mercury's had a long extended stay in Gemini with the retrogrades. So look at what happened when this first happened. This is the same day Mercury went to Gemini's when the Black Lives Matter protests began. And as I mentioned on my weekly horoscope, hopefully on a global level, as Mercury moves into Cancer, the messenger moves into the maternal energy of cancer. Maybe there can be more communication, more understanding, and more possibility for connection and healing from what people are wanting to change. There's massive need for change in the world, massive revolution energy now, right now, as I mentioned over the yearly horoscope uh, with what Saturn and Pluto are doing and Jupiter, massive revolution over the next two years. If you want to be a leader in the world, this is a good time to rise up. People need leadership and guidance. With Mercury and Cancer, there's more openness and sort of maternal energy to say, you know, what do you feel? What is going on internally? How can we address these issues? How can we resolve them? And that is only there until the middle of the month. So Mercury starts to continue to move quickly as it normally does because it's not going to be retrograde. So that's there until the middle of the month. August 3rd, we have the full moon in Capricorn. The moon is the signifactor of your mind and emotions, Chandra. 
It's your mind and emotions, your mood, your energy levels. The moon is constantly moving across the chart through all the signs. Our energy is constantly up and down. The tides go in, tides go out. It affects the fluctuations of our mind, the chittas vritti, as we learn in yoga. Capricorn, though, brings more stability, more groundedness. It's structure. It's more cold. It's not really about emotions as much. So when the moon and Capricorn are conjunct like this, it can lead to depression. There's a limitation and restrictions of Capricorn on the mind and emotions of the moon. Now, what you can do to make the most of this is maybe meditation, devotional prayer, devotional acts, service acts, taking your mind and emotions and directing them to serving others and serving, taking care of yourself, self-care. And the full moon is a time of fullness and completion, of expressing your gratitude, finding gratitude for the structures you've created for yourself. As I've mentioned so many times about this major Saturn transit of this two and a half years, it's the time to make sure your structures are in place. What do you do that really nourishes you and grounds you? And are there habits you want to change? One of my teachers has said a bajillion times, what is one thing you want to start doing and what is one thing you want to stop doing? If you're ever overwhelmed, not sure what to focus on next, come back to that question. What's one thing you can start doing? What's one thing you can stop doing? And hopefully begin that now by August 3rd. And the full moon is a good time for expressing your gratitude, finding what have I completed? What have I learned in the past two weeks of this moon cycle? And really the you know the longer picture of uh, everything going on in Capricorn this year, what have you learned about your structures, your disciplines, your routines? What do you want to change? What do you want to let go of? What do you want to keep? August 3rd is a great time to clarify that. Moving ahead, now that full moon gives us uh, quite a, a space now until August 16th when the sun goes into Leo. August 16th, sun in Leo. So now we get all this Leo energy for the rest of the month. From the middle of the month on is a time to focus on your self-worth, your confidence, your value, your purpose. Why are you here? What do you have to offer? If you're not sure, ask a friend. If you don't have a friend to ask, do some journaling. Do some self-reflection. Do some practices like meditation, like yin yoga, I highly recommend. You can check out my Quiet Mind Yoga podcast. The whole point of that podcast is to quiet the mind so you can listen to your true self. Because the mind can be in the past, the future, up and down, all over the place. But your breath, your body can only exist right now in this present moment. And the sun in Leo is bringing all this energy, energy of the sun, the big ball of fire in the sky, the center of the solar system, the king energy, the ruler, the leader, the authority in its own sign of Leo, of greater authority, of giving yourself the authority, the agency, the direction to say, this is who I am, this is what I'm working towards, this is what matters to me, and move in that direction. You'll get this infusion of energy on August 16th to move forward, especially because it's also a new moon shortly after that, especially because August 16th, Mars also moves into Aries. So Mars, the planet of action, of war, of competition, of being very active and strong and driven, just like a warrior on a battlefield, like Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita. It's in Aries. So all those qualities I just said are amplified even more. 
even the qualities of Leo to an extent, of self-confidence, of what do you want to initiate? What do you want to start? Where do you want to direct your energy? August 16th will give you a big infusion of energy to do that, the middle of the month, somewhere around here in the middle of the month. So if you've been feeling like this whole pandemic has just weighed you down, everything's a little uncertain, unclear, where do you direct your energy? That Venus and Taurus energy has just been heavy on you. You felt lethargic, dull, just sort of stubborn and heavy. Now all this Leo and Aries energy comes into play. When Mars was in Pisces, which is indecisive and uh, energy going in two different directions, Mars doesn't necessarily like to be in Pisces. That's not the most strong direction for an, a warrior to be. A warrior is not very effective when it's being pushed and pulled in opposite directions. Again, like Arjuna. So if you're feeling uh, called to the Bhagavad Gita, I'm referencing it a lot this month because it really fits with everything happening. Uh, if you if you don't want to read the whole thing, you can find a great video summary, I'm sure, on YouTube. But essentially, Arjuna, this warrior, is going into battle, and he realizes it's his family on the other side he's supposed to kill as the warrior. That's his duty. He's a warrior, but now he's supposed to kill his family. So what does he do? He has this big moral dilemma, and this whole book takes place of his conversation with Krishna, a form of God, asking Krishna all these questions of, what about this? You know, why do we do this? And you know, basically getting direction and finding meaning in his life. So it's a great story, a great example of finding your true purpose and what it is that you feel called to do. And it can be very inspiring and give you a lot of direction and focus in a similar way. So Mars has been in that indecision of Pisces for a while now. It's like that sort of Arjuna on the battlefield, indecisive. But then he talks to Krishna and he gets clarity and he moves forward. So it's a good book to read in the early part of this month if you want to review that. But then he moves forward. You can move forward as well. Middle of the month, Mars and Aries. If there's anything you've been wanting to start, do it now. Mars is going to go retrograde next month. That happens every two years. I'll talk about that in podcasts to come. Uh, but just know that now, 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 middle of the month is a good time to move forward if you've been stuck. It's going to go backwards middle of next month. So you've got about three to four weeks where you can really make some progress, really initiate something you've been wanting to start and take action and do it uh, and know that things are going to slow down a bit in the middle of next month. You might have to retrace some steps and uh, clean up some messes you made along the way. But now is the time to just take action and be imperfect. Aries is not about perfect action. It's about just action. Just go. Go for it. August 17th, the next day. Mercury moves into Leo. So the messenger, the buddhi, the intellect, your intelligence of Mercury goes into Leo. It's also commerce, a representation of commerce. Great time for dealing in commerce. If you're selling things, if you're in business, if you have an online business, if you've wanted to create an online business, by the middle of the month's a great time to do that. Mercury, again, the messenger energy moves into, again, Leo, the confidence, the solar energy is powered by the sun of the authority, direction, and power. So great time for taking action in business. And then finally for this month, the new moon in Leo on August 20th. Even more, if you need one more little push of this is the time to create something, to start something, to take your uh, all your doubts, put them aside, and just say, you know what? I'm not going to let those decide what I do in my life. I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to know that I have the power and the will and the drive and the energy I need to take action and create this thing I've wanted to create. I'm going to do it. 
So whatever it is, if it's a business, if it's a family, if it's a home, uh, it's not necessarily the best time to like build a new home or start something completely from scratch right now in general with all the retrograde energies. But it is a good time to initiate new things in general, especially things that help you boost your confidence and self-worth and self-esteem. I'll be launching my teacher training very soon towards the end of August. So if you're interested in taking a teacher training, that is one of the most confidence boosting things I've ever done. If you don't want to do it with me, don't do it with me. Do it with someone else. There's plenty of great teacher trainings out there, uh, but I will be launching mine at the end of August, early September is when it starts. So that is something I did that boosted my confidence and self-value immensely. I actually was a dropout of high school. I moved all the time with my family. It was very chaotic and disorganized and very difficult for me to do well in school. It very well early in school, but once we started moving all the time, it became very difficult to stick with things. And I got my GED and decided to pursue all my interests and uh, get higher education. But eventually, it wasn't until I found my yoga teacher training that for me, that was like, this is the information I've been looking for. This is the real stuff. It really resonated with me. And I became really confident in myself and found my self-worth through embodiment. That's the thing about yoga is like, it's just doing embodiment practices of being aware of my breath, my mind, my body in the moment. So if you're not doing yoga practices, especially like some strong hatha or vinyasa stuff by the middle of August, I recommend trying that, at least trying it. Uh, again, you can do it with me on my Quiet Mind Yoga podcast, my YouTube channel, or check out the bajillion other YouTube channels or bajillion other yoga websites. There's so many great resources out there, but this is a great time for building your self-confidence and self-worth and embodying your power and strength and directing it towards something that you really care about, something that matters to you, that feels like it's your soul's calling, your purpose, whatever you want to call it. I don't really like the word soul, but I do like true self. I like, I do feel the sense of there's a part of me that doesn't change when I look in the mirror. This part of me that's clear, focused, and born for a reason, the spark of electricity that is here to create and serve in some way. And I think you have that too. I have no doubt you have that too. You have something unique to offer the world. So do that this month. Go forth this month. Create that thing. Use the beginning of the month to maybe clarify some communication in your relationship, to connect to your emotions, to, to find some gratitude and closure on what cycles have been happening over the last couple months with being under quarantine, being at home, or changing your whole lifestyle, address all that. That's been massive. They can't understate the importance of addressing and acknowledging that big change and find some closure to that. It's like, okay, this whole cycle has been happening. There's a lot of things outside of my control. I find some closure in that, and I'm ready to move forward and create something new. So I hope you found this helpful. If you enjoy this podcast, Please share it with a friend. Please like and subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts. And let, send me a message at jeremy.quietmind on Instagram. I'd love to hear what you'd like to learn more about astrology, any questions you have. And of course, if you want to really kickstart your Vedic astrology studies, check out the new Vedic Astrology 101 course at quietmindastrology.com. You can sign up for that course. It's a great introduction. It covers all the essentials of the houses, planets, and signs. And then you can schedule a reading with me. And we can go over your chart specifically and see how it all plays out for you based on your unique birth chart. See where your sun is, your soul's purpose, your Rahu, where you have insatiable energy to create and serve in this lifetime. 
uh, all at quietmindastrology.com. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your week.